everyone hope everyone's having a good weekend i know it's supposed to be rainy here all weekend plus you have the playoffs we're getting ready for super bowl time so i know a lot of people are getting ready for sunday shows yes and And unfortunately no amy tonight she had date night with her husband i mean what an excuse i mean (laughs) amy go away (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I know she's going to kill me when she hears this. Probably. <laughs> what the hell? She said she was going to come on and give me a hard time, so I might as well do it beforehand. But today we have Cypacon with us, Garrett. Welcome to the show. Oh, glad to be back. I was going to say, it's been a, almost a year exactly. It's been almost a year, yeah. The last time I was in a hotel room, um, I was in Houston delivering... Um, flyers and doing promotions over there at the same time so you called me about a week after i did that so this year (laughs) good to have you back so let's talk a little bit about the show i mean we were talking a little bit beforehand and yeah want to discuss some of the things that a lot of people didn't know about and we talked about signage and everything yeah (laughs) so so the funny thing was um so the the convention takes place march 31st through april 2nd um, yes, Saturday is April Fool's Day, but it's in the middle of the weekend, so we don't have to worry about it. Um, no, so uh, yeah, the the convention is coming back for its eleventh event. It would be it would have been thirteen if the you know twenty and twenty one would have happened. So um, yeah, so last year when we did the show, we expanded the show to three floors, which has always been our thing, and then we moved into the Coliseum area. If you haven't been to the Civic Center, the Lake Charles Civic Center, the Coliseum area is the big rectangular part of the building that's on the north side of the venue. And for years since we started this convention, that was basically what we wanted to use. And um, it was just never in the cards. And we planned for the 10th anniversary to actually have that um, portion of the Coliseum available to us. Um, last year, it was a very big success. Um, roughly, I believe, 10,000 people through the building all weekend long, which is which is literally more than we've ever had before. Um, we learned a lot last year, and we, we told folks, please bear with us, because, you know, it's an understandable, you know, change for us, moving from just having the central core of the Civic Center to having a new area that was going to literally expand and allow us to do what we wanted to do, which was give you more vendors, put our celebrities in an area where everybody can be seen and, you know, give everybody more breathing room because where we were at, we've, we reached our limit on where we could, where and what we could do. 
so the funny thing was we were um i made a i made a kind of a joking post about um how when you go to an event it's hard unless you know where the signs are or see the signs people just don't read the signs um, <laughs> this was this was kind of evident when i was even whenever i was at fan expo um just three weeks ago their signage was really good it was big like you could not miss it um in an area like that, you can get away with seeing signs that big. Um, in my case, with us, our event, it's kind of hard to tell you where the, you know, where in the building everything is. So we put some signs up when you walk in the door. The lobby's not that big. So it's kind of hard for people to read the signage. And we put them everywhere. We put it in, put it in front of the doors, in front of the Coliseum. You know, it's like, here it is. Here's where everything's at. Cool. What was the one thing everybody did last year? They asked where to go. <laughs> um, it, it, it was, it, it's, it's somewhat, I got to laugh. It's some, it's very amusing, but at the same time, I'm like, it's there and it's hilarious. Um, so what we decided to do this year, we're gonna put more signs up because I mean, why not? It's not going to hurt. Um, <laughs> and, and, and there's folks that have never been to the convention that don't know the way the building is laid out. Uh, people that have been here years in years, they know where everything is at. They can basically just tell you, but go here and go there. Um, that was one of the biggest things people were, were, I wouldn't say complaining about, but more saying it would be helpful. So what we're going to decide to do this year is put more signs up, more pop-ups. Um, and that way, more people will know where everything's at. Of course, everything that we have at the Civic Center, everything that we're going to be doing is going to be on our app again this year. People were asking, why don't we have paper flyers and tell you where everything's at? I could give you a flyer and it's going to be in the trash in five minutes. Yes, it's that's true. Kind of pointless. Um, we used to print out thousands of these program guides and we find that maybe a hundred of them were being used and half of them were ending up on the floor. So we went ahead and found an app for the show that's easily updatable, like within the day of the show or even minutes of the show. So if anything goes wrong, or a panel's canceled or someone in there, we can just change it and it'll notify you on your, your phone. Literally everything in your pocket of your hand, in your in your pocket is in your hand. We have everything you need. Um I think we we recorded 700 downloads last year just at the convention, which was really good. That's that was a big number for us to hit 700. Um and of course, you know, people were utilizing it. The, the app was very informative. We had map sections. We tell you where to go. You know, we, all your food vendors were in there. I mean, we really try to give you all the data you need on that that app because nine times out of ten, you're not going to be able to find a staff member to be able to talk to you because we're running around with a chicken with a head cut off. You know, that's that's kind of like it's par for the course for us. I mean, that's that's what we do. Um, you, if you see me running around, you try to stop me. I might be able to stop for like a five second little high. Mm-hmm. I got to go. And it's usually that way the whole weekend. Like right now, I am not even stressed right now, but the second I step in that building and everything begins, the whole pets are off. Um, it, it's a little, it gets a little crazy for us, especially whenever um, you have your core staff members, they know what to do. I don't have to worry about it. Um, we are a little shorthanded again this year, as usual. Mm-hmm. Um, and we always take yeah. volunteers um, for the event because volunteers are really the backbone of what this event is because none of us get paid for this job. We do it all for the love of the convention. Um, a few of us do a lot more in the background, um, notably me and two of my other staff members. We do a lot that it's it's thankless work. I mean, mm-hmm. 
we put on the show. You don't know what we're doing in the background, but it, it's there. So um, when we say we do an event outside of SciCon, like to do a um, promotional event, it's usually me booking everything. Um, most of the guests, you know, I've got I've got staff members that book guests. We we decide on what we want to do. Um, I have staff members that do vending. They that's specifically what they do for a six month period. They they get this all settled. We've got a, you know got a lot of things to go. A lot of a lot of wheels turning in the background that that no one sees. And half the time you won't even see a staff member out there that's going to be able to talk to you. I mean, it's it's just the way it is. <laughs> um, but we are there. We we you can find us for something. Um, but it's a lot of work. Um, and people don't understand the fact that when we're doing these things, it's it's a labor of love. And the reason why we keep doing it is because everybody enjoys it. I wouldn't be doing it if I didn't enjoy it, doing it. Um, yes. But five months out of the year, it's stressful, which is pretty that way. Um, but the rewards are pretty much as you see. I mean, it's, it's, it's the event itself. It's three days of um, seeing people happy, enjoying themselves, uh, meeting their favorite celebrities, um, just enjoying the things that we enjoy most about going to conventions, except that in this one, I don't get to really enjoy it as much as I would love to. But um, that's the trade-off I get for letting other people enjoy what we put on. For sure. And I know, I know you're missing one person that you normally have with you and that's John Jay. Yes. Um, actually true. Is he coming back? No. Um, so what we've done is uh, John is going to be, um, he is still doing the programming coordination from where he's at. Cause most of that doesn't need to be on site. Um, mm -hmm. We are, we are very lucky that we have a few people that are, um, that were former convention runners that it's been a while since they've done it and they would like to come in and have some fun with it. And the idea is, is that they're going to have fun with it, but at the same time, they're not having to worry about the stress that's going to happen with it right now. And of course, with everybody, you know, having, you know, we're all busy. We all have lives. I, I, mm -hmm. I told anybody that works with me, you, you don't put us first, but it's, it's make it, make it kind and, and make it, make it your own, you know, do it, do it for the love of the con. Um, we put in a lot of work to this thing and, and, you know, I, I put in a lot more than a lot, a lot of other people because I'm, I'm spending literally my entire year networking and, and doing stuff. Even when I'm off, I'm doing stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, a lot of our staff members, they've either moved on or they're, they're working remotely, which can be done in certain aspects of this, this whole situation. So in this case, John's going to be doing the programming from um, up north because really it's just a matter of just plugging in the information we need and then giving it to the people that are going to be on the ground here that are able to fix it. So it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. It's, it's going to be a new experience. Um, it, it's working out great right now. We, the communication, of course, is always easy enough when you're, you know, you don't need to be in person to see everybody do it sometime mm -hmm. and um frankly it's working great right now now let's talk a little bit about the fan groups because i know you have some fan groups that are coming yeah so i mean we're gonna we're gonna talk about those real quick so i've got quite <laughs> a few of them coming um so we're we're starting to we're starting to get our lineup ready okay um we do have a lot of celebrities and we're not and i'm gonna tell you right now most people are like well you don't have everybody announced. I sit down. We don't. Were we just going to announce everybody two months out and you're not going to enjoy, you know, are you just going to just show up? No, we got a few surprises left to do because I know most, there's a lot of conventions that will put the entire guest list out three months in advance 
and they'd be done. Mm-hmm. And there's no activity on their pages. I, I've seen this with bigger cons. I did it with lo- small cons. That's not how you do it. You, you you trickle. You get your you get your you get your prime bunch out to get the intention, and then you start slowly announcing things as we go. I've been doing this for 13 years. It's the best way to do it. Um, you you have your headliners, and once you have your headliners, then you move on. So now we're moving on to we're booking musical guests. We're booking authors. We're booking. Um, our cosplay, our cosplay guests were, were previously booked. You know, we're booking the last part of the event now. We're we're lining up the gaming events. We're we're getting a musical guest. You know, these these are things that these are things that that take time to do. It, it you got to negotiate with everybody, and and you know, at the beginning of the year, they have a lot of people that want to show up and don't show up. So it, it's it's a little interesting. Um, it's still stressful. You know, you got to wait a little while, and you got to plan things out. But I think it'll work fine. So. Let's get to the guests of the groups. Um, yes, we have a lot of groups. Um, we have the local Star Trek chapter, USS Lafitte. We have the 501st Legion, the Rebel Legion, uh, the USS New Orleans, uh, um, Zero G Love, Mackerel's fan group. We have the North American Assassin's Creed Guild, Louisiana Cosplayers, um, a local uh, group called LCO Taku, um, Louisiana Ghostbusters, which is the big one. Um <laughs> Uh, we have some performances. Uh, Candy Mix Maids are coming back. Uh, we have the Dice Junkies and, and a um, Pokemon group called SLA Kings. And we're still working on a bunch of other groups. We're just trying to roll them out slowly but surely. These are the confirmed ones so far um, for this year's event. And a lot of these groups will either be found on the second floor or on the first floor, depending on where we put them uh, for this year. Gives us space to, you know, move around and gives us a little more uh, wiggle room when we're um, making plans. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. I know the Ghostbusters will probably have to be on the ground floor, especially since they have the vehicle. Yes, they will be bringing the Mecto <laughs> with them. Yes, um, and so will the Five Hundred First and the Rebel Legion because they have a lot of equipment they bring with them as well. So yeah, they will be on the first floor. Now, are you a part of that uh, Ghostbusters group? I, I am. I, I am, and um, I am, and I, I do have a toy. Uh, <laughs> a new toy. <laughs> A new if toy? I'm interested. It is a new toy. So, yes, I do have a new toy. Um, yeah, I'm part of the group. Um, usually this part of the year, I'm usually not able to commit to anything due to the, due to the convention and, and planning. Um, it it kind of eats into my time, which I was supposed to be going to a um, – volunteered for a Mardi Gras um, parade, and unfortunately that did not – materialized because um, there was an opportunity here in town that we were talking with a local business to sponsor an event that um, is pretty close to a lot of, a lot of people's hearts in this town, um, especially the music scene, especially the arts downtown, which we always like to, we push for our, our downtown area because it's, it's an area where um, people south of town that, that live down there do not like coming downtown because it's too far of a drive. So we, we want to, we want to push the downtown culture. So um, that's one of the reasons why we do a lot of events downtown. Aside from being able to only host it at the Civic Center, um, we like to focus on things downtown. So it, it, my, my schedule has been pretty much booked up for the next two months at this point. So the next, five, the next eight weeks are going to be pretty insane and pretty quick for me. I can definitely see that because you're what? I mean, you're literally – so I'm gonna less, a little bit less than 60 days now at this point. Yeah. Yep. Now, if people wanted to, or companies wanted to sponsor 
how would they get a hold of you to sponsor you? So if they want to sponsor, they can either contact us through our company email. They can go to the um, contact us page that we have on our website. Um, they can actually contact us through our Facebook page through Messenger, or they can um, go to our company um, Facebook page and, and do that. Um, we basically updated all of our contact information recently. Um, the website was giving us a problem because of a, a, a plugin we had, and we it took us a couple months to resolve it. Um, wasn't that easy to track down? But um, yeah, everything on the website is pretty much ready to go now. Um, best way to the, really the honestly the best way to to view the website is on a computer um, or on a tablet. Uh-huh. Um, it was actually designed for it was actually designed for computers, but I mean you can use it on your tablet. It's just that it's more intuitive and and the pages look a lot better on a screen, an actual computer screen. And that is www.sifacon.org. Correct. Yeah. So people don't make don't make the mistake and put .com, put .org. Yeah, we still have to we still have to link our .com to that, but um, we haven't done that yet. Something one of my off duty um, things I need to fix whenever the convention's over with this year. <laughs> we have our eleventh anniversary, so. I was going to say eleven years. I was there for the tenth. Yes, yes, that was the that was the blowout year. That was the year we um, did not anticipate that many people through the door. We did not anticipate lines staying outside the door for almost an hour. Um, that was a, a kind of a shock. Everybody told me it was going to be successful, but you know, me going into it, couldn't exactly say that it was going to be like a hundred percent. So it was me um, very nervous with the situation and and, and trying to deal with. Um, a lot of other things that were happening at the same time, smoothed things out the first two or three hours, and then um, kind of coming down from that um, that stress level of, uh, hey, we're finally here. We did it. <laughs> now, like I said, I was there for last year, and I do know you had the lines. Have you worked in something to help improve that situation? Or Actually, yeah. Um, so last year, what was really hilarious was um, – the uh, venue wasn't, ex- we've always had two, two to three lines, never needed anything beyond that. So they only had two or three windows open, not expecting the, the crowd, neither did we. So um, knowing what we know this year and, and what we saw last year, um, yeah, there will be multiple lines open a lot quicker. Um, there will be dedicated lines. Um, we might have cash lines. We might have credit card lines that make it a lot easier. That way you're, you're in and out. Um, specifically, to reiterate the point, I know a lot of people don't carry cash with them anymore. Mm-hmm. It, it's, yeah, that's true. It's a card-driven world. Um, in fact, that's one of the biggest reasons why I think more people are ordering more tickets online than they are buying them local because um, our, two, our two locations cannot take the cards. So um, recommending, because this is what happened last year, and we, we did, um, did make this point quite a few times. If you pay cash at the door, you don't pay the transaction fee that goes to the credit card transaction. So if it's a $65 ticket, which is a weekend, three-day weekend, it would be more $68 or $69. So if you pay cash, it's actually $65. So you're paying the value of the ticket. You're actually paying for the ticket itself. There's not going to be a fee added on if you buy it at the box office. If you buy it online through Ticketmaster, you're buying it for the convenience of buying through Ticketmaster to go through the will call window, which will get you in faster if you pre-reg. Mm-hmm. So every time I ask or every time I tell people when you go to a convention like this, bring cash because cash is king. Um, especially when you go buy autographs. Most of our guests do not accept credit cards. They do not have credit card readers. Some will, 
no guarantee. Have no you thought about uh, what's it called, Cash App, or uh, what's, what's what's the other one other than Cash App? Uh, Zelly, really or you can name. There's like a there's a ton of them right now. Zelly, Cash oh, yeah. App. Um, you need to do PayPal too. Same same thing. Um, it's not us that if most people don't understand when they're when they go to a, a, a convention, when we contract a, a guest to come in, they are responsible for the the funding they get in. So it's their mm-hmm. choice if they want to use a credit card app for themselves, which some do. Some have a, a square for them to, you know, do cards. The majority are old school. They want cash. Um, so you can't rely on the ATM in the, in the lobby because that's gone in like an hour or two. It's, it's, it's emptied out. So before you come to the con or any convention, mm-hmm. this, is a, this, is a, this is an old veteran that's, that's been going to conventions since 1992, since I was a little kid. Um, oh, and <laughs> Uh-oh. I think it was internet. I'm not staying in the next few conventions. I go to will mark 100 conventions I've attended. I'm assuming that. This- um, so whenever I, whenever I, everybody asks me like, for advice, I keep telling them, it's like, you got to understand something. I've gone to almost hundred conventions in my, in my life. I know a little bit about how they run, how they go, what you should do. If you're new to this, if you've never been to SciFcon, Go to an ATM before you go, pull the money out, mm-hmm. and have it ready. Because more than likely, it's for, especially when it comes to autographs and tickets, they will rather you pay cash. And I say that because it's going to save you a little bit of money. Um, most of our vendors, they will have credit card readers. You should be fine there. I would recommend cash anyway, just because it makes it a little easier on them. Um, we're gonna we're gonna have a few new things this year, like we did last. Um, I guess I. Greg, but we're going to bring back food trucks this year. Something that was very sweet. I love food trucks. Trying to get something that's a little like, like they're not all the same, but like a little bit of everything would be awesome. Yeah. Wide variety of things for, for attendees to enjoy. Um, we're already lining up a, a pretty good listing right now. We've got about four confirmed. Um, once we're ready, we'll put them on our website. We're actually going to make a new page on our website just for food trucks so people can actually see who we're bringing in, which is going to be really awesome. Got to um, make sure you got a bubble tea one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, we're working with a few cool uh, food trucks here in town. Um, we're, we're trying to bring in some bigger ones that we know would do good, but the problem is it's like it's a three-day event. So are they willing to work three days and work on the time frame and schedule we're, we're pushing out? That's going to be the biggest problem with us. Um, most of them last year had no problem. They did very well. Um, the issue is going to come around. Are they going to be able to handle it? Yep. How much they're going to, you know, enjoy the amount of money they're going to, they're going to make, um, which last about from all of our, I'm guessing that that's him. So, I'm hoping not me. That's okay. <laughs> Garrett, you froze on us. 
Okay, so um, most people don't know about CypherCon, but CypherCon has many, many different events that are part of the convention. So one of the biggest events is our cosplay contest, which takes place on Saturday afternoon from 4 to 6 on the second floor of the Civic Center um, on the main stage. Um, that's a, a two-hour show. Um, usually over 65 entries. We're thinking about 60 this year. Uh, signups will begin actually next week, I believe, or the week after next. Very, very soon. I can't remember what the date is, but it's pretty soon. We wanted to keep it pretty close to the event so that way when people actually submitted their applications, they were actually going to, you know, be where they wanted to be instead of switching out, which happened earlier last year when we, we did it too early. Um, that's one of our big events. We have a charity auction that's going to take place that afternoon as well. We're discussing on who the charity is going to be this year. Um, it'll be an hour long um, charity auction on the main stage as well um, with one of our auctioneers. Um, we have our pub crawl, which is another little added bonus um, for anybody that's on the, the actual um, convention circuit. So they, they take their badge and they go to the five locations that we have. One of the badges will get you in if there's a cover charge on one of the, the one of the restaurants in the, in the you know, on the, the crawl. And on the back of the badge is actually a appetizer with entree purchase. So um, at McFarland's Celtic Pub, which is our, one of our big sponsors for this event. So you can understand that, you know, we have local businesses that are working with us downtown. Um, we bring them business for like that whole weekend. We try to tell everybody that goes to our conventions, if you're not buying the food trucks, go downtown and go and eat at these restaurants. There, there are seven to eight really good restaurants downtown that are like hidden gems in this, in this city. So we, we do the pub crawl on a Friday night. I think we start at six o'clock or six 30 and it goes to about midnight. And if you want to go and explore downtown and food, no, definitely do that. Um, the other, the other event is going to be an after party or the after dark party on Saturday night from seven to midnight. That's also taking place on the stage. It is an 18 plus um, party. Um, concerts um dj we've got a lot planned right now um we're bringing back the suzaku seven um which will be a very unique concert this year um because their main band member and also one of my staff members who was once of our staff member um passed away um late last year during thanksgiving so this will be a very special concert for anybody that is a fan of suzaku seven understand that this is a very very emotional very um it's going to be an interesting night. It's going to be a very emotional one. It's going to be a very touching one. It's going to be a very fun one. So no matter what, the, we're going to get the sad out of the way and we're going to have a rocking good time. Um, we also brought in a couple of local bands. We are looking to buy, to bring in our big band. We're, you know, in, in negotiations right now to figure out who we're going to get because there, there's a couple we have out there feelers right now. Um, during the course of the weekend, of course, um, there's going to be panels. I think we have close to 100 hours of original programming. So five panel rooms going pretty much from 10 o'clock in the morning till 10 at night is the, the scheduling on Saturday and Friday. And then on Sunday, of course, from 10 to 10 to five. Um, in between all those panels, we'll have the panel rooms. We'll have everything like that. You can go in there and, and learn anything you want to learn. I mean, we have a lot of our fan groups doing um, costuming um, tutorials uh, cosplay tutorials, um, doing writing author workshops. I mean, how to do special makeups, uh, wigs. Um, you know, what what are we doing with our charities with these 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 fan groups? You know, 
It, it's a lot of different things that we're going to have. We got a kids section. We got it's like the kids down in the second floor where we're going to have, you know, if the parents want to bring their kids to enjoy themselves. We're going to have the library there. We're going to have a few other things going on all, you know, from, from Saturday and Sunday, our big days. Um, and I, I will think, add, I will add that those are big panel rooms. So yes, they are very big panel rooms. We can handle about a hundred to 150 people in each panel room and our large panel room can handle up to 500. So, um, We've never had a, we've never filled up a room um, yet. I'm not, I'm, I'm not saying that I wouldn't want to try because I, I really would. <laughs> It'd be really fun to see that. Um, yeah, we, we've got a lot of room now. We didn't have that before. Um, we had a little, we had little, little bitty rooms and stuff like that. Um, let me go to the gaming. Let's go to the video gaming. Um, we have um, the, the Scion Esports uh, Arena downstairs. They're going to be doing um, free play tournaments pretty much all weekend long. They're going to have retro gaming as well. We're going to have a smash tournament, which is always the biggest thing we have there is a smash tournament. And it's going to, and we're going to figure out what the prize pool is going to be as we get closer. We're going to have Gulf Coast Gaming um, bring their expansive board gaming um, collection where you can you can literally rent a board game, go into the arena down there and sit down with your friends and play a board game for however, however long you want and bring it back and try another one. Something very unique. Um, the fully immersive mech pods from MechCore will be back again. We're looking forward to bringing that back. Um, that's a fully immersive video gaming experience where you jump into a pod and you play as a mech and you just go out and wail on everybody. Oh, yeah. <laughs> system. And it's, I, it's fantastic. I, I wish Amy was here because she, me and her did that against each other and she killed me by a kamikaze. <laughs> That sounds about right. I've done that quite a few times in those uh, pods. I've done that quite a few times. Um, let's see. What else do we have? Oh, yes. Our um, our vendor arena will have around, I believe, a combination of about 70 to 75 combination vendors, artists, makers down the arena. Um, that As we get closer, we'll start announcing them. We're also announcing our – we'll be announcing our featured artists pretty soon. I'm working on – like I said before, we're working on, on authors. Um Let's see. What else are we going to be doing? I mean, there's just so much I can't. I, it's hard for me to explain everything we're going to be doing over this this the course of the weekend. Um, <laughs> there's a it, lot. It's a lot. It. it really is a lot. I mean, <laughs> let's, let's be honest. It's a lot of stuff that's going on that weekend. Um, so I guess we could. I guess we can just go ahead and um, talk about the main lineup if that works for y'all. That works. Let's talk about the main lineup. All right. So this this year we we said go bigger, but go home. So. Um, we brought in the incomparable, the legendary Edward James Almos. Mm-hmm. And if you know his name, you know who he is. And you know how long he's been around. Mm-hmm. From Miami Vice to Blade Runner to Selena to Battlestar Galactica. Mm-hmm. This is the man. He has been around for a while. He is a legend in and of himself. He is um, currently, I think, in Mayans as well. Um, he's done a lot. And uh, we are very, very excited to actually have him here um, for this year as our pop culture guest of honor. Um, Our next guest is Terry Farrell. And if you know who Terry Farrell is, she played Jadzia Dax on Deep Space Nine. Another little fun fact. This is also the 30th anniversary of Deep Space Nine. Mm -hmm. Also the 20th anniversary of Battlestar Galactica Reboot. Oh, wow. 
the reimagined series. So we have we're we're in an anniversary <laughs> mode right now. You know, every year I try to bring in people for anniversaries because this is a wonderful thing. Last year was Voyager's anniversary, brought in Tim Russ. Mm-hmm. So I like I like doing anniversary guests because it's a really it 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 brings out something that most people want to see and and we try to do guests that are not common in our area or have never been back to Louisiana in a decade or they haven't even been to Texas so we're very particular about who we pick um, to come down here and I, I think that's what makes it very unique because it 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 caters to an audience that wants these people and want these celebrities to show up so it's a, it's a big deal for us. Um, not only did she also play in uh, DS9, which obviously is her, her biggest claim to fame, she was in um, Hellraiser 2. She also went on from DS9 to play on Becker and did a few other small um, series before and movies before she decided to um, retire from acting for a while. And uh, now she's back on the con circuit. And... Um, She's getting back into things. So these are our two sci-fi actors that we have. We still have one more to announce. We're working on it. And we have got our big thing is what we 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 started out as an anime convention. And we migrated to a pop culture convention to to allow everybody to come enjoy our, our show. So our first anime voice acting guest is actually Sharon May Lee. But she's also a prolific actor. She's appeared on Friday Night Lights, Shameless, Chase, Bones, um, NCIS, LA. She's been on a lot of a lot of different things. Um, but she has been on a lot of animes too. Um, Soul Eater, Fairy Tale, um, Sailor Moon. You know, I mean, these are just some of the things that she's done. Major shows, major animes. Um, she's been in a lot of games. She's been in Borderlands, uh, Walking Dead, the final season. She was in there too on the, um, the video games. I mean, it's, it's, it's incredible. Like most of our voice actors have the, the range we, we pick for these, these actors is incredible. Um, there, there's not something that these voice actors haven't been in that somebody is going to recognize them in as a character, which I think is one of the, the coolest things ever is when you have someone like that come in and they can actually just like, just take over the whole aspect of the convention say hey i've done all these characters you might just like me for one or two but it's incredible to Mm -hmm. me and i love that um i'm going to go through the other ones really quick because if i go through every single one of them it's gonna be kind of hard because i got to describe every single one but we also (laughs) sounds good we also have um that was more we're gonna we're gonna talk about but uh we have Derek snow bryn april blake shepherd and damian clark uh damian was our last voice actor our last final one uh that we booked and his big thing and i i can say i've actually seen this is um most notably he was in borderlands the video game series as handsome jack and he was in he was cell and dragon ball z mm-hmm. so this i mean he's he's a prolific voice actor but he's also a regular actor too uh, he's been on a lot of different shows on um, supernatural prison break um how to get away with murder NCIS. I mean, he's been on a lot of stuff. So, I mean, he is a, he is literally an all around actor. Like most of the voice actors have, have branched out to going on television as well. He really branched out much like Charmaine. Like they're, they are literally like they encompass so much. It's incredible to have actors and voice actors like this as guests because they hit on the notes for us. And it's incredible. And, and, you know, when we, when we approach these voice actors and we ask them if they want to come down um, and we, we try to get, 
voice actors that are in the same genre or the same, like we try to pair them up with other characters and different shows that they've done voices with. It's kind of fun because they can actually go on stage and say, Hey, remember what we did with the character and like that. It's, it's a really unique opportunity for us to bring in like a group of guests and have them all work together and, and, and be fun on stage. And it's hilariously funny sometimes because last year we had uh, about three voice actors, all the villains in my hero academia. Mm-hmm. Nice. Together. And that was a really cool experience. It was something we never done before. We never had a, a, a conglomeration of, of these, these actors, these voice actors coming together and they did it. And it was, it was a fun panel to watch. Let's just put it that way. It was a great panel. Um, so our main lineup is pretty much finished and we're starting to, these are our celebrity featured guests. And now we move on to special guests. So these are the guests that we bring in that add a little bit more to the convention. And we've got two confirmed right now. Um, Corey J. Phillips, who also started our um, favorite improv group, um, Take One Improv, uh, which they are also back, by the way. If you've never seen their show, they do six shows, uh, two on Friday, two on Saturday, and two on Sunday. Really great audience interaction. It's, it's, it's probably one of the best parts of the entire convention is to actually see them actually perform and they, they interact with you. It's hilarious. It's improv. It's off the cuff. It's, it's great. Mm-hmm. Um, Corey is also an actor. He's been doing a lot of voice acting recently. He's getting bigger and better every year. I mean, his, his repertoire is like expanding, which is incredible. And it's really cool to actually see him um, get recognition and everything like that Seeing where he was just starting out. And now he's becoming um, the actor he's always wanted to be and bringing back an old guest, bringing back a big old guest, um, Larry Nemechek, who is also known as Dr. Trek. Um, this will be his, I believe fourth or fifth, um, attendance at Cypcon. Previously, he was one of our main guests, but we decided we wanted him back because of what he does best. He brings programming to our lineup, and he he's one of the the most knowledgeable guys you can imagine. You can imagine about Star Trek. I mean, if if you have a question, he's going to answer it. <laughs> um, it's kind of it's kind of incredible um, if you think about it. Um, he will be the longest tenured return guest we've ever had, and it, it's going to be fantastic to have him back in Lake Charles. It's been six years the last time we had him down here, so it, it's wow. It's really cool to have him back. Um, and we're, we plan on eventually doing that down the road with a few other guests. But this year, he's our our first and only return guest we brought back from the other shows that we've had in the past. And we have a lot more. We got at least about two to three more we're ready to announce pretty soon. We're just working all the details out. And that's that's pretty much where we're at right now. I, I can't give you any more details. <laughs> I, I can't reveal all the secrets because, you know, there's, there's more coming. And... I still, we still have. I can't squeeze left. it out of you. I can't squeeze it out of you. No, 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 no. I can't, no, no, no. I'm not a tube of toothpaste. I'm not that way. No, I'm not like that. Um, I, I can tell you that um, what we are working on is gonna be great. Um, we we don't, and I, I I will put it to you this way. I've never prescribed to the the reason of having more guests than entertainment happening at your show. Mm-hmm. I I I have always felt that. The best cons I've gone to excelled in the entertainment portion of it. And, and what I mean by that is they're not they're not pushing, oh, it's all guests. You come in, you leave. That's not how I play with this, 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 this game. I, I like 
when I sell someone a ticket, I want them to get value out of that ticket. It's your hard-earned money. Why, why would you want to waste it? I, I want you to walk in the door, and I want you to stay for as long as you want. It's it's very simple. Um, I think the best part about that is is staying at the con is a very key thing. Most people like leaving the cons. They want to go and grab food somewhere. You know, they want to leave the con. Mm-hmm. So we brought in food trucks. Mm-hmm. Most people stayed. They didn't leave. Yeah. And and we're gonna bring more food trucks in this year. Um, we have something going on every hour on the hour. If you're not finding something of your liking, you might go down to the vendor hall and go and um, shop down there. Mm-hmm. Or you might want to go somewhere else. And then there's gonna be the point where you're gonna have so much to do, or you're gonna it's gonna conflict. You have to choose. I'd rather give someone a chance to have too much on their plate than not. And mm-hmm. that's why I, I keep saying that. I, I consider my convention, our convention, the city's convention, everyone's convention because it's a community thing. I consider this event like a buffet. It's got a lot on it. You're going to find something you're going to like on that buffet. You're going to take your plate. You're going to pick up something you like. This might taste really good. This might be, it might smell good, but you might not like it. You're going to take your plate back to your table and you're going to enjoy it. Definitely. That's what I, I, I feel like this is the, the way events should be run. Um, not get people in and just say, okay, well, you got your autograph and leave. Well, no, I mean, it, it, you want to give people entertainment. You want to give them something to do. That's why I think the best festivals, the best conventions are the ones you cannot do everything at. You literally cannot do everything and that's mm-hmm. the thing about it you have control of where you get to go see what you want to do all we do is offer it and if I, give you, if I can give you the options and you have to decide on what you want to do i i think it's wonderful if you you know it's your choice it, it's it's basically here it is take it i've actually noticed a lot of these newer conventions which are just autographs mm-hmm. yeah there's a lot of them out there. I mean, and, they, and and I'm not knocking them because I go to some of them. I mean, that's how it is. <laughs> I've gone to plenty of them and I enjoy them because most of the time I'll, I'll be with some friends. I'll hang out with them and we might stay for four or five hours and leave. If I know I'm going there for specific things, I will go. Mm-hmm. However, over the years, that mindset changed to where, hey, if I'm spending this money, I want to get more out of it. And I, I feel like now more than ever, right now in this time and this part of the year right now, and what we've been going through in the last three or four years, I feel offering more of a value and offering more for something tangible will work better for somebody that wants to figure out where they want to go. Yes, they might want to see the guest. Yes, they might want to go shopping. But if I can give you something that you want to enjoy, if I can push something wonderful out to you that you want to spend your money, your hard-earned money on, and you want to spend the whole day there, and you don't want to leave of your own volition, you you just want to just stay all day to do everything, then I, I feel like I've done something that's that's worth it. And you've you, you've you're giving your money and trust into us to keep this thing going, because like I said, uh, like none of us could pay for this. Mm-hmm. 
that might change down the, in, down in the future. We don't know. I don't know how it's going to work. I mean, it's it, it, it's it's a labor of love. So when you give your money to us, it's going right back into the event. That's exactly what it does. It goes back into the event so we can keep putting them on. And that's that's one of the I keep telling people is like that's one of the biggest things I keep wanting to push people is like this event is not self-sustaining to a point. You have to support the event. Ticket sales are what support you can give to an event. Help share on social media, help tax people, help, you know, just getting the word out. Because the more people that we have that know about us and share our socials and everything like that, the more people we're going to reach and more people are actually learn about us. And that's, that's really all we can ask for. Very, very true. Now, just so everybody knows, if you just tune it in, Cypacon is going to be at Lake Charles, March 31st, April 1st and 2nd, if I'm correct. correct. So Friday, Saturday and Sunday. Mm-hmm. So, and if you want to see or get updates, you can go to their Facebook group. They're actually also on Discord, or you can go to www.cyphacon.org. Yes. Everything on our website is up to date. Um, we will be updating it a lot more as we get closer. Um, that's why it's yes, so important. Yes. Yes. Yes, it's very true. We do um, We do take care of y'all. I mean, we, we, we want... We want everyone that comes in, especially our our vendors and, and everything like that. We do our best to make sure y'all are taken care of. Um, one of the biggest complaints was in the past. Well, that's why we were moving down to the Coliseum. Um, we used to have the vendors on the, the third floor, and it was just a nightmare for everybody. But um, yeah, the, the thing about the vendors and the and the artists and everything. Th- this year, we filled the artist alley up in less than three hours. From the, the oh, application nice. process, wow, we've never done that before. Um, oh. And then our vendors, we still we we've sold all of our vendors out in the course of three months, and we have I think we're we're pretty much finalized at this point. Yes. Yeah, that and then the, the, then the money, like I said, the money that goes in these tables and the vendors goes into us paying our bills. I mean, that's that's mm-hmm. where that's where this this funding goes. It goes straight to us paying for our stuff. Um, so when a vendor or an artist comes in, you're literally helping us sustain ourselves and you're also going to get something in return. I mean, we're going to push it, push, push. Um, last year, moving everything downstairs made, uh, made a tremendous impact on everybody. Um, mm-hmm. It felt like, it felt like a good, it felt like a trade show, but not a trade show. <laughs> <laughs> like it was a good setup last year. I enjoyed yeah, it. We, we, we did tweak it a little bit. We did, we, we took out, we actually took out an entire row of vendors because we needed more room down there. We were not, we did not know how it was going to be set up the first time. And um, we, we opened it up a little bit more to where, you know, it's not as crowded or cramped. So it, it was one of the big things we wanted to push and uh, make sure everybody felt more comfortable. Oh, and the, the biggest thing that everybody was asking about last year, oh, we buy food. Well, where do you go to sit and eat? You know, those wonderful seats above the um, Coliseum. Mm-hmm. That's all open to the public. We left it open for a reason. We could have curtained it all off. Mm-hmm. You grab your food, go up yep. there, sit down, and people watch. I mean, I've done it. It was kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, because you're up there and you can see just about yep, everything. You can see anything you want up there, and it's actually kind of fun to watch. Yep. It's really great. 
But I do want to thank you for coming on. I do know you have a, some plans for tonight. So, yeah, I got another event I got to go to tonight. Again, social social butterfly me. <laughs> <laughs> so. But it, but definitely enjoyed having you on. And absolutely, wish wish I could make it this year, but yeah, unfortunately not able to. Maybe next it, year. It, it, it's it's a lot of people are, are you know they're. Things are things are going on right now. It happens, you know. There's there's things that are happening between. There's a lot of events that are happening at the same time as us. I mean, it's just it is what it is. The world's coming back to normal again, and you know, you gotta gotta enjoy while you can. Mamirella, it's going to be in Lake Charles, Louisiana. That's going to be the location. Yes, at the Lake Charles Civic Center, at, and that's March 31st through April 2nd. Correct. And everybody, we will catch you next week. I think it's February 4th. So I think we have Tiffany Grant coming on next week. Awesome. Yeah, she was a guest at outside the con a few years ago. She was awesome. Mm -hmm. So we have her coming on next week. So look forward to that show. And until then, everyone, adio. Bye. See y'all later.